It's another episode of the Sideline Sodas podcast. Today is October 4th. Spooky season is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, we got another week of NFL recap. The Gators broke my heart again. And we got a lot of other college sports to talk about. Got a previews for each NFL and college week. This week, our first ever State of the Union fan submitted. We got a nice rant there. The state of Miami sports is in shambles. Then we're going to wrap up Happy Hour Heroes and Zeros along with our week preview. As always, we got a lot to get to, so let's just get into it. Tell them that story you're telling. And now for our feature presentation. Uh, another week of football in the books. A lot happened. Some of it good, some of it bad. Let's start off with the bad. Um, when I'd we like talked to... last week, Kyle and Luke were riding high on Florida football, um, right. talking a lot about all the teams Florida was going to crush, questioning why Kentucky was favored by only one by one whole point. It turns out the question should have been, why is Kentucky favored by only one point? Because it was ugly. That might be the most embarrassing um, I lost a ton of money on that game. A ton of like responsibly a lot of money, but uh, it got to halftime and I wanted to throw my remote through the TV. Also, I don't. My one question is why are they so inconsistent? Like, Grammar's, I, I understand your pain now, Henry, because it's like he shows moments where you're like, all right. And then you got the announcers talking about how upset so many people in Gainesville were that he showed up on campus for for fall. It just for off season, not fall ball, but it just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how you can go from one week looking like, I mean, I guess we should have known after Charlotte. <laughs> I guess we should have known like yeah, good well, teams they- blow the hell out of bad teams. And they didn't, uh, and they feel golden to death. We made that joke a million times, and and uh, yeah. it was embarrassing. It was really well, yeah. This, this is the Graham Mertz experience, and I, I still. It's tough because you, how much of it is the play calling, how much of it is Graham Mertz, but that's all part of the Graham Mertz experience because we had all those same questions at Wisconsin. It was impossible to decide where Graham Mertz is issues began and ended, and where the coaching staff and the larger offense as a whole's issues began and ended. And that's kind of the same thing we've seen with Florida this season now. I mean, it's the horrible ride to be on. And I Mertz mean, this never... one is awful. Like, it's yeah, it's the offensive line. Like, yeah. frankly, it's the offensive line. Like, I actually think, I, I know after the first game, you know, gut reaction is like, Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz. I actually think Graham's played above expectation for us this year. Like, like he, we, we brought him in. We thought he was just going to be a game manager. And he's actually made more plays that were outside of like his norm that we had going into the year. 
Yeah. The, and it doesn't reality, help that, you know, he's been sacked 12 times this year already. That's a lot. In comparison, I mean, you can't compare to Anthony Richardson with the like elusiveness, but Anthony Richardson was sacked 13 times all of last year. Yeah. Right. But that gets, I mean, you, you mentioned that comparison that kind of gets to the heart of the Graham Merch experience is, yeah, he's been sacked a lot. So it's the offensive line's fault, but does he need to do a better job getting out of the pocket or stepping up or getting the ball out earlier? And the reality is Graham Merch is a capable quarterback. He can make the throws you need him to make, but he's not like a type of guy who's going to consistently be able to pull rabbits out of his head. And unfortunately for him at Wisconsin, they needed him to do that once Jonathan Taylor left and he couldn't do it. And now at Florida, there's structural issues with that offense. Napier is going to have to hire an offensive coordinator at some point because this just isn't working with the play calling. It's not working with the offensive line. They got to figure it out. It I, needs to be better across the board. I just don't understand. You had, they had such a great game plan against Tennessee. They're going to use ETN. They're going to use Pearsall as almost a dummy. And then they come out in, in, they made Kentucky look like they could play for an SEC championship. They absolutely did. Well, the issue, now, the issue, it's just in the yeah. SEC, what you know, whatever division. Now we're gonna go with, but I, I just, I don't get it. I do think, looking ahead, that the that if they can put it together, especially after watching Georgia again this weekend, I don't like. I, I want to say that they can beat Georgia, but also I, I just. It's hard, and and I mean, I'm not even a graduate of Florida, and I could only imagine how frustrating it is for you, Kyle. Oh, it's it's pretty fucking bad when I'm going to Gainesville this weekend, and I'm not sure we're going to beat Vanderbilt. Yeah, see, I didn't even look at the line. That line might scare the scare the fuck out of me. Yeah, It's it's like the Graham Mertz experience is kind of being a Florida fan as a whole, because... This year, it was like, we came in with Graham low expectations. We came in this year low expectations again after last year. And then we're riding high after Tennessee. And now we're just oh, back, down, back down to like, I, for the love of God, hope that we can beat Vanderbilt. Because if we don't, then we're again the laughing stock of the SEC. Because we lost to the fucking ragdoll. 18 and a half point favorite. I, I, do think they will beat, I do think they will beat Vanderbilt. Um. Oh, they better. And I I understand the pain you're going through because with merch and expectations, I mean, I would argue like at least your expectations were low at the beginning of the season for it. And then he exceeded them and made you, he was supposed to be the guy who took Wisconsin football to the next level. He was a four-star recruit out of high school, uh, had, you know, looked great at all the senior stuff they do for the all-star high school stuff. Every school wanted him. Wisconsin got in early, was able to hang on to the commit. That was supposed to be – he was supposed to be the quarterback that was that missing piece for that offense to get that passing game going and elevate Wisconsin from a Big Ten West winner, Big Ten championship, you know, contender to, you know, this – because they had in previous years kind of got right up close to the playoffs but never over the hump and Graham Mertz was supposed to be the guy who got that done and obviously it didn't work it ended with Paul Crist being fired Mertz choosing to transfer to Florida but at least Florida you had some semblance of this was it was not going to be a great year no I mean but still I thought it would be it's just because they keep giving it you know giving me hope the Tennessee game I was like here we go like, we're yeah. rolling our schedule is very friendly to like I didn't think we were going to make the playoff, but 
but I mean, be frisky and pro- maybe playing a New Year's five. I mean, I, I it, the schedule is favorable for that. Not anymore. Well, but, it's a joke. But that's what that's what frisky is. like. To get a New Year's six, you have to be good. Frisky is exactly what they've been. It's you win some, you know, you put it together one week and crush Tennessee, and then you lose to Kentucky, and you, no one really knows what's going to happen in any given game. They're they're the definition of frisky. Yeah. I guess it's just so it's so frustrating. But yeah, other it's awful. It's awful. It's I don't want to talk about Florida anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna go on a Moving rant. On. I, I think I dropped enough f bombs last week to yeah. We hit our the rest of the month here in f bombs. Yep. Moving, moving on. Just keeping it kind of a little SEC ish. Georgia still won in the polls. Mm-hmm. They survived against Auburn on the road. That's a tough. That's historically been a a tough place for one overall for seeds anyone. to go into and come out with wins. For anyone. But is Georgia the best team in football at this point? No. I don't I don't think so, but I, like if we're going to run down the ranking, I don't think Michigan is either. They haven't played anybody. I certainly yeah. don't think Ohio State is very good. And well, I mean Texas I don't know. Is, Michigan has throttled everyone though. Right. right. And they did and what Ohio they're supposed State. to. But I don't know. When you look back, like Texas, there it's unfortunate that they got out of they beat Alabama in kind of a down year. Like that win is gonna that win will be determined at the end of the year what it's worth. You know what yeah. I mean? Like depending I mean, you, on how how yeah, Alabama yeah. finishes, that will determine what how big that win is. But um, I you know I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, I think you, it's the first the first year in a long time that you kind of look and it's kind of wide open. I mean, there's yeah, some dominant look, teams, but all right, go ahead. Aaron. There's no one dominant team. There's no two dominant teams. Um, I mean, you mentioned Ohio State and Texas. They're really the only two. Like, Ohio State and Texas, out of that group of four, they have the two best wins, Texas over Alabama, Ohio State over Notre Dame on the road. Um, so yes. those are clear. Those are clearly and obviously, I think Alabama's – they're not as good as they have been. They're still a very good football team. And going into Notre Dame, getting a win – um, it wasn't pretty, but Ohio State got it done. So those are out of the two, out of those four teams, those are the two that have shown the most. Now, I don't think Ohio State is as good as they were last year, but I don't think any of these. Is it Texas? Texas is the only one that's kind of exceeded expectations. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's really it is truly wide open, and then. You know, I don't think um, Washington's being talked enough, enough about. Uh, I, I think Penix is having a hell of a year. Uh, and not to mention, like, they're doing the same thing Michigan's doing. I mean, I guess this week wasn't a great example because they did give up a whole a shitload of points to Arizona State. But, uh, you know, Penn State, too. Penn State's very good. Yeah, I know yeah Penn State's very good. They're Penn State's very good. Um but again, I mean, and then I hate to say this, but you know, I think USC's a joke. I mean, USC's a joke. I mean, they had that game one in the first half, and somehow Colorado hung around the entire game. It's because USC has they don't have a good defense. They've shown nothing to suggest that their defense is any better than last year's. And credit to Colorado, it would have been easy to Pack it in, in after that first half, but they they kept fighting. They got better as the game went on, 
and that's a credit to the players and that's a credit to Dion and the coaching staff. Yeah. Um, I'll, you know, I'm going to call, I know I've not been as high on Colorado as a lot of people, but I'm going to call balls and strikes here. And look, you got to give credit to Dion and that team. because they, They are. It's, it's a good sign for the culture there for sure. It's a bad sign for USC because that defense can't, that defense can't stop anything Nothing. and it's going to, it's going to cost them again. They, they are like, they're going to, I'm I'm calling it. Do they play Washington state this year? Uh, I'll look right now. I would think so. I mean, also Washington state dogs this week. Uh, Who do they have? Washington state has just looking at the lines. UCLA, UCLA by three and a half. Hmm. I don't, someone, Someone help me understand that one. But um, it's, 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 there's, I don't know. I mean, Washington State, obviously, media bias is I, an issue. I don't know. I'm laying, I'm absolutely taking Washington State. They're I mean, a legit top 15 team in the country. Right. I, and UCLA's defense isn't very good. Uh, they, I'm sorry, question Washington State. No, but they do play Washington. Yeah. I feel like now too. Yeah. No, that'll be a good game. I think that's probably one of those is they're gonna lose one of these games because well, of the defense. They're in and that's gonna their schedule. I mean, all the cupcakes are done with, man. I mean, they get Arizona this week. All right, then they get Notre Dame, Utah, Cal, but then they get Washington, Oregon, UCLA to finish the year. I mean, they could they could lose two of those games. Yeah. And their issue is when they run into another team that can really score. And but their defense their defense just puts up no yeah. resistance. Um I don't know. Any other big stories we want to discuss from last week in college football before we move on to the NFL? Notre Dame looked good. I thought that was a really good game. Um yep. Duke Notre Dame was great. It's good that game day uh, was there. That game deserved that game day was there of all the games this weekend. So it was good. Um, I'm officially back in on McAfee, I think. He's fucking so electric on the game day. And I don't know if you guys watched it where the kid from Duke <laughs> had to make the field goal. He shaked it all the way around and hit a little kid. <laughs> so fun. Yeah. Well, Mc- McAfee would know a thing or two about shanking field goals. Uh, especially West Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, moving on to the NFL. Um, we got two undefeated teams left. It's the 49ers and it's the Eagles. Um, obviously, I've followed, followed the Eagles very closely. It's They had a tough one against the Commanders. Um, came down to the wire, went into overtime. They escaped. They're 4-0. It's not the most convincing 4-0. Are, are they for real? Are the 49ers for real? It's a gritty. Well, we'll find out if the Niners are real on Sunday night. Yeah. But uh, I thought that was a good win for the I also think, like, the commanders, man, I, first of all, get rid of Rivera because he should have gone for two. And also, Vietnamese running that ship. I mean, let's not, like, let's not get twisted here. Um, and it was good to, that was a good bounce back for Sam Howell. I was very, I, the commanders are good. Like, you know. Are they going to win the division? No. Are they going to – they can see them making the playoffs, though. Um, uh, on the Niners' front, 
what's the, what do you guys put the chances of that we could see a running back win the MVP, even though it's quarterback award? I mean, Christian McCaffrey is unbelievable. I'm not going to comment because I have him on my fantasy team and you're going to jinx him. So <laughs> it's not, it's not going to happen. Kyle, Kyle is a little quiet because uh, we're currently oh. watching the Rays in the top of the ninth yeah, inning yeah. be eliminated. Just um, mere days after on. Luke placed a bet on the Gators. Yes, yes I did. I will, there is a curse. There is a curse here. I will. I will say it is interesting because the quarterback play has not been as good as we thought it was going to be from really any of the top guys. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been solid, but he has not been as spectacular as he was last year as yet. Mahomes tossed a couple picks on Monday night. Joe Burrow is, you know, I think he's still dealing with that calf injury, but, I mean, he's been a shell of his former self. And it's, you know, there's a lot of discussion. Teams are is this an evolution of the game as the passing game has become bigger and bigger and there's been a greater emphasis on big plays. Teams have started going to more and more too high safety looks. These You now have every defense in the league is built to stop the deep ball first and foremost and make you dink and dunk it. Um, is it and it's kind of teams have not been – teams don't know how to run the ball as well. And so yeah. defenses are more willing to give that up now. Are we going to transition back to a little more of a run-heavy league? As the defenses adjust, the uh, the the Bears should be relegated from NFL football. I mean, that was that was horrible. That was kind of a win though, because now they have one two. Well, yes, but I hope they end up with one and two, man. And like Caleb Williams is saying, he will stay in college. And did you see his five? Did you see his five teams? Yes. None of them. I mean, the Raiders potentially, but Broncos, Giants. Yeah, we're we're all right. So we listed a few, but uh, God bless the Bears are bad. Yeah, they're he, so um, bad. He is going to with NIL stuff. He's. I mean, he has a. You see a ton of commercials with him for Wendy, so he's making plenty of money. Um, what if they he, bundled the one and two pick for the one pick next year? <laughs> <laughs> that's an awful deal <laughs> figured that yeah, out they so they end up with Caleb well I mean it's a deep quarterback class anyways and I mean I know Shador's not coming out but you know well, but maybe, Shador, maybe Shador does if Caleb Williams doesn't that would be interesting but it sounds like if it's the Bears and Nobody. some of it could just be posturing it sounds like Caleb Williams is not going to enter the draft if the Bears have the number one pick I don't know uh, and, how much I believe it, but obviously we can't make that call yet until he says he's not. I, I believe it. I don't. I believe it too. I mean, why not? Yeah. Who gives a shit now? He can make all this money. But granted, I mean, it would be it would be the ultimate, like, gamble on yourself. I don't know if you guys saw that last thing, but, like, they were talking about – I was reading this article about how the insurance game for these college players to, like, make sure they're taken care of has gone – just bananas since NIL too. These guys are getting like ten million dollar insurance policies on themselves if they get hurt. They were saying yeah, Travis Hunter, I mean, I mean, Travis Hunter didn't have one, and then after he got hurt, Shador went out and got like some crazy insurance policy against himself. But I guess not. Yeah, that's the himself. thing. And you have the options with NIL. I mean, Caleb Williams is a guy who's making a ton in NIL now. 
you stand to make a ton more next year. So you're oh, already making great money. Though. You you can insure it and you can insure the value. And even so, even if there's an injury, he gets the insurance. And let's face it, even if he gets injured, you know, it, you're still talking about teams will still spend a first round pick on him. Absolutely. Like maybe he doesn't go one overall with an injury, but someone's still going to take him in the top 10. So I think he has all the leverage here. And I also kind of changed the game on that. I do too. Um, I think it would be, it would be, it would be a great off season headline. Like it would, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Um, I really do hope that the Bears end up with one and two. That would be so yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he NIL is making a lot of money. I, I'll see it when I believe it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean it's been done before. Eli Manning the, uh, was originally uh, yeah. a Charger. Yeah, it's John just Elway. It's hard to believe, especially when you know these guys love to like text and DM each other, and it's kind of hard to believe that Caleb Williams wouldn't want to play with Marvin Harrison Jr and DJ Moore and a team that's going to start building. I mean, that, that would be that hype train cool. would be off the charts. Well, but the bears have been supposed to start building several times. Now they were supposed to start building with Mitch Trubisky. They were supposed to start building with Cutler? Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin, Justin Fields, by the way, very talented. He is like, I saw him in college. I don't They he's gotten worse. He's regressed. It's, a coaching problem. It's really, it's become an institutional problem with the Chicago bears at this point. They cannot develop quarterbacks. Well, that's, and um, does Lincoln Riley leave USC and come back? I was going to say, what if Lincoln if he Riley, makes the deal, like I'll come, but I get to pick the coach. Yeah. How crazy would that be? That would be the craziest Lincoln, leverage play in like professional sports history. Lincoln Riley's not going to leave Los Angeles to go to Chicago. Really? No, he's not going to do that. It but would Cliff be Kingsbury would. <laughs> no, they don't want Kingsbury. Cliff already washed out. They don't want Kingsbury back. And you know he's the, he's like the quality control coach at USC again, like this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's crazy after they suck all that. And then they must have been like, hey, come on in. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I mean, Daps his I've, boy up. Welcome back, brother. Have you seen the, the pedigree of Heisman? We're all over the place with this, but whatever. Heisman trophy winners that um Lincoln Riley has had the last like, seven years. He said four yeah. or something. Yeah, it's been Baker Mayfield. Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts. Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. Yep. I guess but Jalen didn't win one. Did Jalen win one while he was at Oklahoma? I don't think Jalen Hurts ever won the Heisman, did he? Yeah. Did he ever win? No. I don't think he did. Think- Should have. No, that's I'm thinking of you're fine. Draft picks. Uh, or guys anyways, who are whatever. Success. He's only had seven years of coaching, and he like, and they were making the point on the broadcast, like, hey, like, he's never gonna have a problem finding a quarterback. So I guess that's a good point too. But it would be interesting to hear like Caleb Williams try to leverage that. Like, cool, I'll do it, but my coach is coming with me, and he's gonna get thirty-five million, something crazy like that. Uh, and then yeah, Lincoln, or, and then um, what's his name becomes head coach again at USC. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think yeah. if I don't know, it's the Bears are a mess. Um they are a mess. Um they, I did want to say that Daniel Jones is a very good quarterback at giving the ball to the other team. Um the Monday night game was humiliating. 
And yeah. uh, that was crazy. That was crazy he to did. watch. Danny Dimes is not is not good, but also that's one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. Yes, that too. That's, that has to be considered. But like you know, some of the inners. Oh, the other thing, Mac Jones, same boat. Time for time for the Patriots to move on. Um, yeah, he's horrible too. It was the one throw across his body across the field against what's you know arguably one of the best defenses in football. Uh, yeah, it was horrible. But but we anyway. did get Jameis. We did get Jameis. That uh, was the highlight of my weekend. The Bucks win. And Jameis Winston threw one pass and it was intercepted. And then we got the vintage telestrator. They're drawing. They did the little thing with the eyes, the little chart where he's looking. And they're like, well, he's open. He's open. He's open. And then they just did all the circles of like, well, there's four defenders here. Why did he throw that ball? ball. Jameis Winston. Gotta make something happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's. That's our very organized and structured recap of the NFL. Good. It was good. Um, we hit it off. Moving on, uh, baseball is heating up. It is. It is October. Um, with that said, we are going to put we are going to put thirty seconds on the clock, and uh, and we're going to get. They going with the pitch clock. Are we ready to go with that? Kyle, you going first? Yeah. We we're gonna get this reaction uh, live in live time. All right. Three, two, one. Probably by the end of this, the Rays will have been eliminated from the playoffs. Uh so I think the Orioles are gonna win the World Series. Phillies are my pick for the World. World Series at this point. I think the vibes are very good in Philadelphia and they're off to a good start. Uh, October baseball is the best, but I am realizing a little bit that I should have paid more attention in September. So I can more no, you can just days. tune in in October. I'm trying. To figure it out. But I All right. Help. That's, that's 30 seconds. That's all I get. That is all she wrote. All my right. Life, my life is just that meme that's the dog sitting Kyle, there. I gotta stop biting all around him. I got to stop betting on your teams. Although I did bet on the Bucks on Sunday. I did. Yeah, my life is just that meme with the I dog bet on surrounded Mayfield. by everything's on fire, and he's trying to say this is fine. I literally bet on Baker Mayfield. I haven't. I, besides the Bucks, I everything's in shambles everywhere I go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that sentiment is as good of a lead-in as any to our middle segment. It's a very special middle segment today. Um, we got some fan mail. Uh, which was it's exciting like blues, for us blues. because, yeah, we were like, oh, we have, we have a fan. We have a fan. It someone. confirmed the one thing we did have to ask was, is anyone listening? <laughs> yeah, someone, someone watched this and felt strongly enough about it that they wanted to write in, and they wrote in to Kyle, um, and because you know they knew Kyle would answer because he has to answer his phone whenever it rings now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So with that being said, we have uh the first ever fan state of the union. Uh I believe it was a uh, almost spoken to, you know, one of those like voice memo, voice yeah, text. voice speaks. Uh Get and I'm gonna read it word for word. Word for word, and I'm gonna try and do it justice. This is the state 
of the Miami Dolphins slash Miami sports. All right. Here we go. As a Dolphins fan of 23 years, this game does not come as a shock to me. In fact, I almost expected it. Some players and fans probably came back to reality Sunday, realizing we aren't as we aren't some gods, and the Broncos really are just that bad, especially after watching that Bears game. Offensively, Mostert looked like he saw the ghost of Matt Milano and coughed it up every other chance. The O-line, but mostly Liam Eichen, whatever the fuck his name is, were five revolving doors letting everyone and everything in it to us. McDaniel needs to do a little more scheming because the Bills had us figured out in the first few drives. Defensively, Fangio shouldn't have been paid for this game. Even Henry knows. You gotta cover digs. What the fuck was X doing the whole game? As our cornerback won, he needs to be covering digs instead of chilling covering Davis and leaving second-year cornerback three Kedar on Stefan Diggs. That made no sense. At the end of the day, it's still one game. We still look like a great team, and most would agree, a playoff team and contender. Thank God we have the Giants and Panthers up next, so we basically have two free wins before we head to Philly, where I think we can actually upset the Eagles at home. Go Finns, go Heat, fuck Portland. That was awesome. I can't believe I caught a stray like that. Um, you did catch a stray, but the other I, stray that we have to catch is down go the Rays. Yeah. We're about 30 yeah. seconds off. But if you if you write to us, we may read it on the show. Um, thank you for taking the time to write that. I think it's well said. Um, Very well said. I think I think it's a correct assessment. Things do not look as good as they looked after playing Denver. But I think the Dolphins still have a lot going for them. I think there are better days ahead this season. Um, it was an unfortunate game. I think they aren't they aren't as good as they seemed last week. They aren't as bad as they seemed. Uh, this most recent week, I think in the middle, they're going to be pretty good. I think I'm excited to see the Dolphins play the Bills again. I am too, for sure. And they played last week of the season, which is awesome. So, like, hopefully that game means, like, you know, hopefully we're not resting people and crap. But I don't know how that could be. Division. Um, but I if, guess if you're listening, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I didn't know we could write in. I didn't know we could have suggestions. Please write in. I would encourage you to do so. Uh, you can contact Kyle Johnson. His <laughs> phone number is available to the public. Widely available. Real, widely available on his real estate Instagram account. If you want to te- call or te- text in with some ideas or thoughts for the show, we will read it out um, periodically. We'll maybe do a little mailbag segment. Or if you just want to give his number to random girls at bars like I've been doing, feel free to do that as well. <laughs> That's why I've been getting so many calls. Kyle also is more frequently on his phone between like 2 and 6.30 a.m. So just know that. Yeah. <laughs> Ringer on. Ringer is yeah. always on. Do Not Disturb does not exist on his phone. It's the only iPhone without it. Well, that's what you have to do. Real estate during the day and I'm managing sports by night. <laughs> yeah. It's a hell of a combo. It's a hell of a combo. Um, do should we cut it? Should we keep going? What are we thinking? Let's keep well, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, One with take. that, roll into week five of college football. Um, six, six. I can't week see six clearly. college week five NFL. Listen, reading whatever my strong suit. Uh, week six, you get uh the red rivalry, which on this podcast we will say the red shootout. Whatever you know, what it formerly was called, Texas Oklahoma. 
Um, I'm excited. Yes, Red River. Yep. Red River shootout. That's it. Uh, very, very, very excited for this game. It's it's a very it's set up for Texas to lose. Like this is a it would be very very much old Texas to go in and lose this game to Oklahoma. It would. I think it's. I agree. I think it's a good test. Um, if Texas wins, I think we have to start treating them as a legit playoff contender. If they lose, we get to make Texas's back jokes for another year. Yeah. I hope they lose. <laughs> Agreed. I hope they lose. Horns. This is a horns down podcast. We've yeah. been that way for a long time. This is a horns yeah. down podcast. Uh, I do feel like we should touch on, and I think this is wild. I'm going to say this. Maryland, Ohio State. It feels like a trap game for Ohio State. Maryland's five and up. Maryland has looked good this year, <laughs> but it is. Look at your calendars. What month is it? Uh, it's not uh, September anymore. No, it's not. September Maryland is always good. And then in the past years, October Maryland, things have kind of started going to shit. And this is the perfect opportunity for that to start. Now, I hope they keep it competitive. I think it could be close. But just beware of drawing too many conclusions off of September Maryland. I just think it would be awesome for Ohio State to lose to Maryland. (laughs) I'm calling it. I think Maryland's got it this year. Something seems different. I yeah, what's different? Brother. What's different is there were five Saturdays in September instead of four, so they got to five and zero <laughs> instead of four and zero. That's what's that's what was different this year. The, and I could be wrong, but I'm gonna believe in the September October Maryland split until something breaks that pattern. And they got a chance to do it this weekend. Just looking at their, their none of their games have been close. I mean, they've blown everybody out, but they've played. Oh, they played no one. Yeah. Um. The next game, Georgia-Kentucky. Kentucky's going to be Georgia by a million. Uh, I have no idea. No. I have no idea. That game might actually be pretty good. Georgia's 15-point favorites. What do you think? Um, I think Georgia probably wins. Brock Bowers is the best. He's so good. Uh, Yeah, but but Kentucky's running back is so good that he scored even when there's 13 guys on the (laughs) field. Yeah, well, it's uh, add Napier to the list of coaches who can't count. Yeah, um, quite a few. E- either way, special teams, we put 10 out there. On defense, we put 13. So, yeah. But as long as it averages out to 11 over the course of the game, I think you're fine. Well, I think that is the rule, too. I believe uh, that's the rule. Like, you can have you can have 13 on one play. You just have to have nine on the next. Right. Uh, Notre Dame, Louisville. Um, Notre Dame, six and a half point favorites. Um, feels a little low, but also... I get it. Um, that'll be interesting. No Dame guy went out to even be in consideration, I would think, with no, especially with no conference championship game. Yeah, two losses you can't get in really. No, uh, it's not going to be. They have a they have a good schedule moving forward. It's not it's not powerful enough to. I mean, they're going to. They're just it's just not powerful enough to get in if they lose. Yeah, um, most likely. It's tough. Even they're going to have to have some things break their way. A lot of some of the other contenders, way. even with the one loss they have, I think. I mean, they go no or this week Louisville, next week USC, Pitt, Clemson, Wake, Stanford. That, I mean, I mean if, if every game, yeah, if you went out, you're definitely in the conversation. For uh, sure. If you don't, you're not. It's, Especially after Ohio State loses to Maryland this weekend, right, Kyle? Hell yeah. 
just win, baby. Um, um that's kind of all I've got for huge game for big games. Uh, I hate bye weeks. So I just say that much. Um, yeah, a little we got a here into well, we got. Um, we do have Wisconsin back off their bye week, playing Rutgers. The thirteen uh, point favorites. Yeah, on it's on the cock. Wisconsin loves being on the cock. <laughs> I mean, Wisconsin loves screwing up. So there's a joke in there somewhere. Um, but 13, no, I think 13 point favorites, the covering. I think coming off the bye week at home, I think they take care of business. Um, they've covered in all four of their wins this year. They have They're kind it's of the a mark dog. of a, it's the mark of a great team. Don't, yeah. don't look up anything but final scores on any of those games. Definitely do not check what the score was like five minutes into the third quarter against Georgia Southern. Well, it doesn't matter. It it only matters what the final is. Yeah, don't. There's nothing. Everything's. I I do think they're doing a lot better. I do think they've shown progress. I think it's enough to beat Rutgers. Um, get to five and one. Or four and one. Four and one. You got it. Yeah, four um, and one. Through there. Bye no. week. It's confusing. Bye week stuck. Um, my bold prediction: um, Purdue is going to beat Iowa. Purdue looked really good against, but Illinois is terrible. Um, well, Iowa just the offense has been an uphill battle. Sounds like the story of uh, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, the story of Iowa. Yeah. Um, is Florida Vandy this week? Or yep, yep. Kyle, you're going to be in attendance. Fifth row. All right. Look for the overalls if you're watching on TV. There, those right. overalls are so iconic. That's awesome. You're getting to a game this week. I'm getting to a Badgers game next week. Nothing better than getting back and hopefully seeing a win. So go Gators. Bounce back game for Mertz and the Gators coming up. Fingers crossed. Oh, uh, all right. Jesus. Moving into some NFL. Uh, Bears commanders play tonight. Uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yeah, well, when, this, when this comes out, it'll be tonight. Oh, well, that's a first. Oh, wow. He's getting, he's getting crafty with it. Looks I, uh, calling his shot. It's actually going to be out tomorrow. It will be out tomorrow. I'm traveling Friday, so there's no choice. It's going out it's like tomorrow. Pointing to the, it's like pointing <laughs> to the logo out. before shooting from half court. That's what that is the podcast editor I will, equivalent. I will. Yeah, I guarantee it'll be out tomorrow. Um, the old college try 1159 still counts. Still counts. <laughs> The paper was on time. Um, some of the interesting matchups: uh, Jacks Bills in Europe. Um, but one thing we I forgot to mention was I don't know if you guys saw the Toy Story thing. Oh, that was awesome. I thought that was really well done. After like it glitched for a minute. Yeah, I got I a very interesting was... question from that I saw on Twitter. Uh, how would they have done that if that was the Demar Hamlin incident? You know, that's a fair question. And then everyone just posted the um, Andy's coming and the Woody just laying on the ground. Yikes. Um, Someone had buzz when he lost his arm. A lot of good memes from that, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good way for the NFL to try and uh, try and maybe repair some relationships with some parents out there (laughs) with, you know, everything going on. But I think the game's interesting just because the Jags have been there now. I mean, they've been there for a while. They stayed. They didn't come home. Um, I, I, 
trap game word of the uh, day for me. But, you know, the Bills riding high. Now they got to go across the pond. And um, the J- the Jags are good? Question mark? I think <laughs> I, the Jags think, are good. Yes? Question mark? Yeah. I think they're good. Uh, well, I think well, this game could close. answer a question. I think yeah. it will answer. I think it will definitely answer questions. Um, I think that's definitely one to keep on your radar. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, Eagles-Rams, I think, will be a pretty good game. The Rams looked pretty good in Indy, sort of. Um, yeah. But we could fast forward this to just Broncos. I'm actually excited to see what Zach Wilson looks like. I mean, he played well on Sunday night. I mean, he played I mean, he, really he, well. In the second half, he played well. He did have the critical error. You cannot fumble yeah. a snap like that. But yeah. passing-wise, if if he can look good, it's a good opportunity to stack some good reps. And if he can look good at the Broncos, maybe there'll be evidence. He's Maybe you can start to say he's turned a corner, which would be huge because they do have a lot of talent on that roster. looked very comfortable in a, with the system and how everything was going. And, you know, to be honest, without that fumble, he outplayed Mahomes. Which is wild, but I'm not saying better than Mahomes. I'm just saying that's the worst Mahomes can play by far. Yeah, like the yeah. worst and he I mean, can play. It, and he it helps they got so. bailed out by the refs still. Yes, yeah. yeah well, that was a three interception day for Mahomes. They're lucky they got bailed out. That was bullshit. that that was absurd. Um, it's the Brady treatment at the end of the drives, and they missed other calls during the game both ways, and that happens, but. Also, it just would have been so much more. I didn't really care who won. I was rooting for the Jets at that point just because it was a more exciting story with Zach Wilson. But it doesn't, it doesn't, it got so boring. Like, that would have been exciting. We're getting Zach Wilson, who's played well on the field with a chance to win or tie with four minutes left. And instead, we just get the Chiefs running the clock out. Yeah, that's just my thing. Like, we even saw it in the Super Bowl. You can't keep making calls like that, like ticky-tack calls at the end of a game. Like, I mean, was there a little contact there? Yeah, but there was a lot more they were letting go. Yeah, let the boys play. This is a good lead-in to Happy Hour Heroes and Zeros. This was going to be one of my Happy Hour Zeros. Um, Just the NFL officiating, I thought, some really awful games. I thought the worst Jets, Jets Chiefs, really bad. That's been discussed a lot. The Commanders Eagles refs were just had no clue what they were doing. It seemed there's just inconsistent applications of the rules, just awful both ways. Yeah, I but, agree. I think it's just like NFL refing seems like it some years takes a step forward and then two steps back. And like this year, it seems like the NFL issue is they can't really determine what a false start. That seems to be their thing this year. I mean, the Chiefs have issues with it. I know everyone points to the Eagles with the false start issues, but I don't think theirs are nearly as bad as the Chiefs. Deron Payne's Deron Payne's hand. Also, the one everyone was talking about was Len Dickerson on the tush push on fourth and one in overtime, which probably was, but they called him for one earlier in the game that was also a high leverage situation. That was awful. The Deron Payne was lining up all game with his hand literally touching the football. Every time the Eagles went for that play, it should have been offsides on the defense. And they they missed it. It's Yeah, and that's one, it's just that's a prime example of it. I mean, 
what is what's the guy on the Chiefs? Um, I mean, God bless them. They have Donovan Smith, who was just the worst player on the Bucks last year. But the guy on the opposite side of him, he got like thing one, thing two. You got Mister Holding on one side, and then you got the false start on the other. Which one are you going to call? There should be a, almost a flag every time the Chiefs snap the ball. I mean, remember week one, they literally pointed at the guy like, he's done it seven times tonight. Almost every snap, he he starts early. I like I, I like Salah getting the penalty at the end once yeah. it was decided. For I think he should have gone further. I think great. you need to start seeing some college football, not sorry, NFL football coaches start going the basketball coach and baseball Bobby manager May, route. Cheryl. Where oh yeah, not that far. Like no, don't throw no, no, no. that mate, but. Just keep get your money. We'll just be like, you've been awful. I'm gonna come on the field and yell at you. I'm gonna make a big scene. I'm going to make you throw me out of this game because then everyone's gonna talk about how much you suck. No, I, I think that, and I feel like every year at some Send point, the message, this conversation about refs comes up, and until you know, it, we this is actually a really good conversation. It blows my mind that in the NFL. A league that just signed, what was it, like $162 billion media right deal, does not have full-time referees. Yeah. How the hell, how the hell does that, I cannot believe that, how these guys aren't, how these guys are not, there's not multiple training sessions during the off-season, and granted, take your summers, I get that, but you know, there got to be some more consistency because we have this problem way too much in this league where Tiki Tech bullshit. We saw it in the Super Bowl. I mean, we saw this in the Super Bowl. The most important, the most watched NFL game of the year. Uh, let them play. This, and also, like, the, the, the superstar treatment, it's inevitable. Like, I get it. But, man, the, the holding call on Sauce Gardner was horrible. I think a very easy way to fix it is defensive holding should not be an automatic first down. Agreed. I could get behind that. That's a ridiculous call to make an automatic first down. What a ticky-tack call that decides a game. Also, five yards, fine. Pass interference shouldn't be a spot foul. It should be 15 yards. It should be like college. college, Yes. It should not be a spot foul because that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I mean, it's ridiculous because now you got quarterbacks – Throwing balls so the receivers have to go through the corner to make a catch. Well, the corner's playing the Which, ball, and they get that call all the time. Well, the corner has a right to their spot in their line that they're on. And they say, oh, well, we underthrew it. What happens is the corner gets, you know, is a step behind. So he's playing the receiver, which is a valid way to do it. You watch when their hands go up. Yeah. You put your hand up in the middle. Um, but then they underthrow it, so the guy runs back through the corner who's running full speed to keep up, and they're calling that, no, the corner has a right to continue on his line. That's an underthrown ball. It's an incomplete pass. It's not a penalty. But it's become a strategy, and, uh, you know, we were going to – It's Rodgers got hurt. We were going to see him do it all the time this year because he's done it all the time for years where he just throws balls up with no intention of it ever being caught. Aaron Rodgers will throw passes, and it's a great skill. It's playing to the rules. Um he will throw passes in a way that's designed to just get a pass interference call. And quite frankly, it's it's fucking bullshit because I was playing a game of Madden the other day and I'm lobbing balls up there left and right and I threw four interceptions. Why aren't they throwing flags in the game too? <laughs> it's quite frankly ridiculous. You got to turn up the sliders. 
make it more NFL like. You can't because yeah. then you know slider check like people asking you for the sliders. It's a thing, but well, you, quite you, frankly, you slider check is a thing. You should have yes. a slider between and on one end on the low scale for penalties. It's let the boys play, um, like and on that. the other end, it's NFL officiating. Yes, I think that would be a good matter. Uh, yeah, how realistic do you want to play? Do you want the pass interference called? Uh, or do you yeah, want to play game, football? I would. Oh, do you also, want to play Madden? NFL or do you want to play football? Also, Madden, your game's been trashed since like 2012. Um, was 2012 the first year of like the dyna- like hit sticks? I think so. I think that was like well, 15. 15? Well, that the, no, that was um, it was uh, Richard Sherman's cover. Yes. Are Are we sure it's trash now or is it just that we're not middle school? anymore maybe both. both might be both more yeah more we're not middle schoolers more we're not middle schoolers but also like the games made this is a ridiculous tangent but the game has made no significant improvement in like what they do every year now is they add the cleats and they increase their graphics a little bit but like other than that story mode they isn't great like i don't know i didn't buy it i have a bottom ad and i got i got the new one did you I, I mean, I don't buy Madden though. Like on, I don't buy Madden for like five years. So yeah. when I make the when I make the jump, it's like a completely new concept to me. Like there's like now skill passing and stuff that's kind of crazy. Right. Which is definitely not the reason guess... I'm throwing like six interceptions a game in <laughs> career mode, but it's the refs. Yeah, it is the refs. Those pass interferences. Um, yeah, that was awful. A, that was a great happy hour zero, Henry. That was your happy hour hero. I can only imagine what it is. Well, my happy hour hero, I have um I have another happy hour zero. Oh, okay. Ooh. Is it Jim Marse? Um, it is not. It is it is someone connected to the Indianapolis Colts, though. It is Pat McAfee. Oh. Um, um I think the WSU Pat McAfee beef, it's ridiculous. It's punching down. You work for the company that dis- that played the largest role in destroying their conference. Um, and it's just so soft. They said this is college game day is a show that at one point was about celebrating college football, not just the top 10 teams or the SEC or the Big Ten. It was about all of college football. And it's really, it's taken a turn. Um, I don't McAfee just doesn't get it at all, in my opinion. Um I going after WSU like that. Um and look, Dickert, their coach, WSU's coach, kinda took offense to something Lee Corso said, which Lee Corso was trying to make a joke. You can't make a you're not in a position to make that joke as an ESPN employee. Your company is the reason they're in this situation. It's not gonna come off off sounding good and that's pretty much what dickard said corso and dickard then made their piece separately like Dickert was like yeah like i understand what he was trying to say we're frustrated because i was like i understand why you're frustrated and then pat mcafee just decides he's going to go in on them after it's all been settled because he's soft he's a soft person he can't deal with criticism he can't deal with pressure that's why he couldn't kick field goals in the nfl he had to switch to being a punter in a time before punting had been fully modernized uh, because he, he, I don't think he could be a punter now because there's too much pressure on it. It's become too big of a part of the game. Um, Damn. But he, so he had to go off because I don't know. That's what he does. But it's just not, I don't know. I'm sick of the stick. I'm 
sick of game day and McAfee turning around and just trying to punch down on a program that's, first of all, top 15 team in the country this year. And they're the reason that conference is being destroyed. It's not anything WSU did wrong. And then when WSU says, hey, like, stop making jokes about it. This is on your company. Right. Um, then McAfee's going to flip out a school that's had a big recurring thing on game day has been that WSU flag is at every college game day. So he he just completely doesn't get it, in my opinion. And it's unfortunately like game day is becoming unwatchable. I'm a I'm a Fox Big Noon kickoff guy now. Uh, yeah, I want, I I like I like game day, but I'm more watching it for the antics. But yeah. I'll tell you this: I'm not a Pat McAfee show guy. Fuck that. <laughs> That's my stance. yeah. I'm just Fuck that. But I'll watch uh, game the, day. I'm I'm just I'm over his antics. I get it. He's a little also a little played. Put on, be an adult. Wear a shirt with sleeves. Wear yeah, tie. that's mine. Everybody's wearing ties too. Wear a tie. Like, yes, I just can move without the tie. But it's just, I think there's a, it's just a lack of respect for traditions and what makes college football tradition, and what makes college football special. Which, to be fair, is the company he works for is the main offender. Fox is not much better, so it's not all him. He's just kind of been the face and put on a put on it a little but that's also because of the choices he's made yeah yeah uh, happy hour hero. happy hour hero speaking of putting on a face uh jimmy butler is my happy hour hero uh just gr- one of the greatest media day moments ever um decides to go emo got his hair straightened for this like fully committed to the bit um just Incredible the lip rings. Hysterical. It was awesome. The, it was the all, fake it lip was rings, awesome. the fake eyebrow piercing. Like every year, he does something. You know, I like that. And he was but, in character. Yeah, he was, he's like, I'm very. He's just like, I'm very in touch with my emotions. <laughs> just, I also, I also read that they do their headshots for like big game marquee games that they show. Yes. Like you know, yep. And that's what you're gonna have to see. <laughs> last year was his One. dress. This year's. This he did it last year. With, yeah, he did it last year with the dreads. That's so then awesome. Off. It's so it's, awesome. The best one it's, was when they came out with the uh, that in-season tournament and all of Heat Twitter just was posting pictures of Jimmy Butler. And it was like, do you really think this man is going to take an in-season tournament seriously? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just yeah. picture if somehow if the Heat can make it back to the finals or just even deep in the playoffs again, They're Eastern Conference finals, finals, you're comparing, well, Dame on the Bucks. God, fuck me. And then... You have that picture, and then on the other side, you have emo Jimmy Butler yeah. in the Eastern yes. Conference Finals. Be awesome. Some team is going to – their season is going to get ended, and it's going to be like Jimmy Butler averaging 30 – averaging 30-12 and uh, – yeah, 30-11-8 this series. And it's just the graphic with that headshot. And it's going to be awesome. It was it's a meme put of some... all the trades. It was the Boston it, it, new yeah. lineup and then the uh, Milwaukee lineup. Yeah. All this just to beat this, and it was Jimmy Butler in the emo. Yeah. But that deep. that inevitable Jimmy Butler stat line average the series graphic is going to put some 76ers fan over the edge. Oh god, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So much over the edge they trade and beat. Um Kyle, do you want me to go? Um, I can go if you want me to. I got I got a good one. All right. So uh 
my happy hour hero is Phil Swift because God damn it, he did it again. He uh, flex seal duct tape. You know his commercials are ridiculous. He's always taping so shit and making making golf carts and go karts and boats. riding in boats. This time out of tape, he made an entire boat. <laughs> and I saw that commercial. Okay. And I went, Phil. You, the great Prometheus of knowledge. What are you going to bestow upon me today? The man made a boat out of tape and just went flying across a lake so in it. Funny. And my God, it, I, I, I've never been more inclined to go buy some tape in my life. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna see him at an NFL game. Still on the flex. You can flex tape my life. Apparently, I may need some of Bill that to Swift. hold my life together. We might have to start doing a Swift power rankings. On, <laughs> I think that's a good one. Yeah, Phil Swift is my one one. Jesus, his yeah. products are the only thing holding my life together. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Swift, Phil Swift, Taylor's all the way at the bottom. Who? Yeah, she's she's gonna blow up though now. Travis Kelsey's uh, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kelsey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think. That's got to be so exciting for her fans. She's going to really blow up now she's that she's be getting on camera at all these NFL games. We're she's pretty asking. underground. We are asking for it. <laughs> I'm excited. I think I'm, you know, have, have you guys found any of her music? I haven't had a chance to listen to any of it yet. I have. Um, I believe it's on SoundCloud. I hope. Uh, shit. <laughs> I haven't seen it anywhere else. I've got a good mixtape. Um, my happy hour zero is... Uh, Joe Biden's dog. God. Because um he just can't stop biting people. Can't stop. Um they had Commander Bite Incidents was a news on uh Fox News. They had all the times that his dog has bitten someone. And granted, this is his new dog because they had to get rid of the old one because it kept biting people. Imagine how many times the old one bit people if 11 isn't... yeah. And that's when they they drew the line and were like, all right, this is too much. Commander has bitten someone October 3rd, October 5th, October 26th, November 3rd, November 10th, November 14th, December 11th, December 16th, December 23rd, January 2nd, 2023, and September 25th, 2023. All the rest of them were in 2022. There's more? Is, um, is oh, all Commander... the other ones I read were 2022, except for the last two. Well, it's interesting, the gap over the summer. Um, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if Commander is a huge Washington Commanders team and has just been so agitated by their poor performances that he has to get the anger out somehow. <laughs> and has been, I think, football... I think his team's not playing well, and it's causing him to lash out. He must hate that that's what he's named after. He probably wants to be named Washington. He wants to be named Redskin Biden. (laughs) How about that? Did you see they're getting the Redskins are getting, sorry, the commanders are getting sued for for changing the name? Yeah. You see that shit? Yep. Wild. Um, All right, look, bring us home. All right. My happy hour zero. This is, this might hurt. Is the NFL. I've never been more disappointed, um, more disgusted. A league that brings me so much joy than when I went on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it these days, and saw 
that they had sold out and made their Twitter profile or header Taylor Swift at the game. Oh, what? in the bio too. Oh, we had so much fun with you tonight. What the hell? The NFL just continues to find. God, man, we were off to such a good start too. This year was. We, I just. God, I, I can't believe they sold their soul to it. It it makes me so angry because, you know, it's not what it's about. It's football. Like I don't under like I I, I don't understand why they can't just live with their market share continue on that they have to stoop to such a low level with and i taylor swift whatever but i just in exploiting a, a player's relationship and that the fact that like the voice was the introduction to sunday night football it's sunday night fucking football if i wanted to watch the fucking voice i would watch the voice all right i don't want any of that bullshit it's football it's football get that shit out of here it's not what it's about I just want to see dudes hitting dudes. I want to see dudes on their faces and other dudes. Okay? It's helmets on helmets, baby. The only fucking singer I want to see is Kelly Clarkson do the fucking intro song. That's it. That's yeah, all I want to see. Point. It's Carrie not Underwood. even Kelly Clarkson. Put some respect on Carrie Underwood. I fucked that up. Yeah. All right, well, the rant just lost its power. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see when guys are just hitting the holes, going really hard. Carrie Underwood. Anyways. And just they're, they're hitting the holes coming inside and just pounding oh, each other. That's what I, I want to see. Big gaping holes opened by the offensive line. It's what I want to see on Sunday nights. Okay. Don't want to see Taylor Swift anymore. That's the only hole I want filled, not Taylor Swift. Unbelievable. Okay. I Un- I don't fucking believable. I don't know where to go from here. Well, have you seen that the Swifties have already tried to take down Big Cat? Yeah, I love that, by the way. Great. Yeah, if you haven't seen what he said, go watch it because uh, I think we all agree. It's no, not it's real awesome. until that happens. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to say it. Uh, my good, this up. podcast. Let's not, let's not start there. No, I think. No, well, that's I, not. I don't really want to get into that. No. Um, uh, my happy hour hero. Is it Fall Donna golf. Kelsey's box? No, no, should be. Uh, Fog golf. Um, I'm playing golf on Friday. Um Played last week as well. Fall golf's awesome. It's the best time of the year for golf. Uh, something about playing golf in pants, which sounds a little crazy. Um, huge fan when it when the temperature allows for it. It's not fun playing pants golf when it's a hundred. Must be nice. I don't get to do that. No, you're no, you're shorts all year. Uh, which I envy too. But um, fall golf's a blast. I'm going to play in North Carolina this weekend. Um, on Friday, it's gonna be great. So that's my before the uh, fall wedding you're going yeah, to. It is with no football. No, I caught, I caught so much shit from people. I didn't think I was going to catch shit from <laughs> people. I didn't think. Listen, I almost suggested that listening. we start the podcast like, oh with God. a debate. It was yeah. good though. It was good. It stirred the pot a little bit. Uh, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my happy hour here. I think the whole like as soon as your Wi-Fi cut out. I no, think Henry and I that. just like we didn't even know what to say. We were just so shocked that you would have not trigger warning. <laughs> I I thought you would like rage quit the podcast. No, no, no. We no, should have no, had to put that in before the show started. Kyle's not internet, you know profanity. Leaked into yeah, mine. Not profanity. It was uh, there's trigger something warning. triggering said at the end. Yeah. No. Uh, 
I'm not going to walk back my statement because I stirred up a lot of, I pissed quite a few people. I didn't realize listened to this. Pissed them off. I kind of liked it. <laughs> it's like, we have right. more than one listener. Yes. We were two. Wow. <laughs> uh, we have at least three. It was, it was okay. funny. My, yeah. I got as, as soon as the Dame news broke, I just got a text from my dad and it just was Dame watch is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That was a, that was a fantastic episode. Um, uh, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. Um, but yeah. All right. That was a good one, fellas. All right. Thanks for yeah. listening. Uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance floor to run on. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop for life. Glitter in the sky, glitter in my eyes, shining just the way like. If you're feeling like you need a little bit of company, you met me at the perfect time. One of the greatest.